Welcome to the Property Management Mastermind Show with your host, Brad Larson. Brad owns one of the fastest growing property management companies in San Antonio, Texas. This podcast is for property managers by property managers. You'll hear from industry leading professionals on best practices, new ideas, success stories, and lessons learned. This is your opportunity to learn about the latest industry buzz surrounding property management, as well as tips and strategies to improve your business. Now here's your host, Brad Larson. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us here on the Property Management Mastermind podcast. Be sure to check out our website at propertymanagementmastermind.com, where you will find all of our episodes, products, and services to review to include our newly launched BizDev Mastermind offering, which is consulting services for companies looking to hire and grow using a business development manager. You can visit that site at bizdevmastermind.com. In addition, I wanted to announce the Property Management Mastermind Annual Conference going on in Las Vegas, March 234 at the Mirage Hotel in 2020. Visit the website at pmmcon.com. If you sign up for the conference and both add-on seminars, you'll get a 10% discount. I look forward to seeing you in Las Vegas. Lastly, be sure to find us on Facebook to join the conversation of over 6,000 members in the Property Management Mastermind Facebook group. Choose Seacoast Commerce Bank as your property management bank of choice. Seacoast Commerce Bank specializes in trust accounts and business banking for property managers. One of their best features is a cash analysis program where they can assist in paying your property management-related invoices. Contact Allison at 619-988-6708 to learn more. And be sure to listen to the Property Management Mastermind Podcast, episode number 26, about Seacoast Commerce Bank. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the newest edition of the Property Management Mastermind Show. And today's guest, I have John Higgins here from Steady Marketplace, steadymarketplace.com. So check him out while you're listening to the episode. In addition, I want to make sure you're all aware of our BizDev Mastermind seminar going on January 21st, 2020 in Atlanta. Go to bizdevseminar.com to check it out and enjoy the episode. Take care. And welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Property Manager Mastermind Show. I'm your host, Brad Larson. And today's guest, I have John Higgins here from Steady Marketplace. And so John's going to give us a few minutes to introduce himself, and then we're going to have a pretty good conversation about what they do, who they are, and how they can be influencing property managers. So we announced it this morning uh, on the Facebook Live uh, platform that we're going to be launching here at 3 o'clock, and today is 3 o'clock at Central Standard Time. So here we are. We're live. And I'm recording this as episode number 60, correction, episode number 83 in the Property Management Mastermind series. So without further ado, John, how are you today? Doing great, Brad. Doing great. No complaints. How about you? I'm very glad your audio works. I'm glad the video works. Uh, and everybody should know I have a very good face for radio. So this is working out perfect that you are on the <laughs> Facebook Live. All right. So we are wanting to get into what you guys are doing because I think this is a... I really like getting into uh, the new vendors that come into the space and they can help property managers in general, different terms. And there's so much I think that is out there to talk about. And when us, when we announced it, we had a couple of questions that pop up and we're going to address those right away. So without further ado, I want you to kind of introduce yourself a little bit more, give us the who, what, where, when, why. And a big thing I want to hear from you is how many states you guys are in at this point. Sure. So my name is John Higgins. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Steady. My business partner, Vic, and I came together to found this company back in December of 2017. Prior to founding Steady, I spent the prior, I guess, four or five years in financial technology um, and unsecured consumer lending, and prior to that in finance. My business partner is an engineer by training, um, grew up in Europe, 
and then moved to New York and started doing some real estate development and actually suffered the loss that we're insuring against, which is tenant default. He had a tenant skip down on him in the middle of the night, right before Thanksgiving. Took him a while to get the unit refilled. He ended up losing north of $10,000. And he thought, why isn't there a better way? If you look on a global basis, these type of insurance products that indemnify owners against non-payment of tenants or tenant defaults are widely adopted across Australia, New Zealand, and broader Europe, but haven't yet really come to the U.S. in any meaningful manner. Yeah, I noticed so that. Can- and so a lot of that, a lot of that, I think, might be just from legislation. I mean, I, I know. I mean, I've been to Australia and I've spoken there, and I know a lot of key players over there. And one of the things is that they, their tenant class is like a protected class. I mean, it's like an endangered species over there, and so they really, really spend a lot of effort to protect and uh, keep the tenants away from those things. So, you know. Everyone's heard this before, and I'm going to say it again. We get about a 30% penetration rate into our market as far as how many, let's say there's a million homes under management in the U.S. for fun, nice run figure. Only about 300,000 of those are being professionally managed in Europe and in Australia and other places where they're high legislation and very tenant favorable. Uh, It's reversed. So you might have 700,000 under property management, professional property management, because that's what protects their asset a bit more. And so systems like this work very well. And so that's also coming to America. So where, where I'm going with this is we've seen other podcasts where let's say Nick Cook came on a few weeks ago and we talked about the new laws that came on with Oregon and yep. you talk about some scary stuff. And so I kind of, kind of cut you off there a little bit, but I want to give some background there to at least the need. So the need is there, the marketplace is there because of pending and future legislation to protect tenants. And so you're seeing the, that reflective already in Europe and Australia and different places. So uh, back no, to kind of give, abs- go ahead. That's, that's absolutely right. And if you look at Europe specifically, it's actually the inverse of the US with regard to home ownership versus rental. So it's about 70% renters, 30% owners. And then in the US it's switched, although post-crisis it's now becoming more and more of a renter's nation. In, I guess, in tandem with that, you're now seeing what New York's done with its rent protection laws on a statewide basis. California, Oregon, you're seeing that happen. And generally, it happens along the coast and comes inland. Um, and we'll see. I, even, I don't know if Texas will ever cave, but um, you're seeing more and more po- politics around, hey, we need to protect tenants as more and more the constituency becomes renters. And so with that, as you noted, when you have strong protections in Australia, that's why you have such high adoption of these type of policies, because you have property managers to protect the asset and also insurance to help protect the property owner against bad tenant outcomes. Yeah, we just had to update a couple different things for our lease agreement. Uh, One was we updated the late fee policy to match the new standard of the property code that just changed. So the property code for Texas just changed to where we can only charge X percent for the the lease agreement, right? So that changed from what we were, I mean, it was was the wild west before. It just, you could never get those late fees in court. But now that the laws have changed, uh, we think that's actually going to benefit managers in a certain different way because now we can ask and get late fees in court, but it's got, there's a limit. So the point yeah. of that is some advocacy group came in and said, okay, we have to we have to limit the tenant fees, the the tenant late fees to a reasonable amount because I'm sure there's landlords out there charging you know three thousand dollars a month in late fees and then there's for eight hundred dollar unit, you know. Yeah. And that just, that's, that's a little inverse and we're not like that, but you know, it could run up pretty quick for folks that just can't pay. And so I only make that point because it's happening everywhere. And so you guys are, or are, are impacting on the coast. So tell me how many States though, you kind of, you know, have gotten into this at this point. Sure. So, so we're now in 35 States plus DC 
and that comprises 93% of the country's rental stock. And we'll add the remaining states probably in the coming months here. We already have the mandate, the licensing, the pricing, et cetera, uh, to do so, but we're being methodical because everything we want to do has got to be automated and streamlined. And in doing that, we're able to offer more competitive pricing to the benefit of all of our customers. Makes sense. Yeah, I can imagine the legal gymnastics of going through every single state and getting licensed. Yeah, it's, it's not a trivial task. We're at the intersection of a lot of highly regulated business, landlord-tenant law, which you know very well, but also insurance. And it's a 50-state insurance regime. Mm-hmm. Um, each state has its own rules and regulations. So in order to do that, we, we've had to spend quite a bit and also make sure that we do things the right way to keep us out of trouble and our, all of our partners, our property management partners and otherwise. Okay, so let's describe Steady a bit better. Let's let's give you some give you some time here to really kind of give me the elevator pitch of what it is and and what exactly it, the benefits are. Sure. So Steady has designed an insurance program that's the de- de- that's delivered via technology that indemnifies property owners against non-payment of rent by tenants. And we did this in partnership with a major U.S. carrier, Fortune 100 company, and developed the entire program from the ground up. So. We didn't take a product that's worked abroad and just copy paste it and bring it here. We actually broke down every policy internationally and rebuilt it to the ground up, to make it adaptable to the U.S. market. And so, as you know, Texas, it's pretty quick to get someone out if they don't pay the rent. Yeah, notice a gunpoint in 30 days. That's what, that's what right. we always joke. Notice a gunpoint in 30 days. But keep right. going. I interrupt you, Dick. Keep going. No, that's all right. But, but California, you know, Oregon, Washington, New York, it's much longer. So it didn't make sense to us to make a, make a policy and create a product that was one size fits all or one size fits most. It really has to be customizable to the specific risk someone's taking. I'm sure you don't like buying more than you need of anything, right? So why, why would we force someone else to do that? I don't like buying more than I need. So we created this product. And because we're able to leverage technology, we're able to offer a, a product that's highly customizable and adaptable but still deliver a good customer experience. So what we really are is a toolkit for the property manager to build the right program for them to roll out to their underlying owners in a way that benefits the owners for the risk they're facing, but also can benefit the property manager by creating a framework where they can offer the product without being considered an insurance producer, consultant, or agent. Okay. So let's, let's dive into that because the first question everyone's thinking on their minds is one, how can I implement this? And two, Robert Gilstrap is screaming at me in the background somewhere saying, how can I make money on this? How can I make money on this? Right. So I, want right. You to, so, I want you to tell me those couple things. Right. So the way property, property managers are monetizing this is by offering it as a higher tier service package and including rental fault insurance in, uh, along with other non-insurance products and a suite of service that will give the property owner real peace of mind or, uh, or um, security in their rental investment. So, and so by, stop right there. So suite of service, that means like, uh, what you bury it into one of your plans. It could be, yes, it could be in a plan or it could be offered as a, a one-off. But the important thing is, is we provide an entire legal implementation guide that provides selection, you know, language that's been vetted things to do things not to do, because our big concern is what if our property management partners get in trouble? What's good for our property management partners is good for us. To be honest, we wish that every property manager used us and every landlord we worked with had a professional manager because we all know that listen to this podcast, a professional manager has a way different risk perspective for a landlord 
than someone who's self-managing. Yeah, and that so was that's actually one of the, we want to align with. Let's tackle this head on. That was actually one of the questions posed by the group. Uh, Todd Orchard dropped in and said, you know, hey, this this competing entity or this, this organization, they're going after the SMIPOs just to drop Scott Brady's line, the self-managing individual property owner. But, you know, I talked to you in the pre-show about this. I don't think necessarily that's a bad thing because, I mean, let me get your take on that. So just kind of give me your two cents on what you think about going after that market along with the professional property managers. Well, so there's a couple of ways to look at it. A, we, as I stated, we'd love to just have only professional managed property. And we've spent hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars on legal already. And we couldn't find a, a compliant manner to only offer it through property managers. So we said, we've got to do everything by the book. So we focused in on offering it to everyone. Just like you can't turn down a, a property owner. You can't say, I only work with investors, right? Or I don't want to work with this tenant. And let, you, know, there's some, you want to be able to meet people's needs and make sure you do it in a regulatory compliant manner. And so we think there's benefits not only to working with just small landlords, but also the professional managed. The professional managed is way better risk and we price for that differently. And we're able to do that dynamically through the technology. But then it's a, insurance is a business of scale. Mm-hmm. And so the more business we're able to write in aggregate, the better product we're able to deliver to the end, end customer. And so what's good for the small landlord and by extension, the property manager is as much volume coming through as possible because insurance is a game of big numbers. It's a law of big numbers. You need to have a lot of risk. And then in doing so, you're able to start offering enhancements to the products and services. Okay. Finally, the other thing to mention on that is we're soon going to roll out some uh, additional coverages in the coming months here that while, yes, you could manage it, a self-managed landlord could buy that, you would really need a, a professional property manager to really be able to do it effectively. Because how many self-managed landlords do you know that do inspections before the tenant goes in, take pictures? And it's just a way different profile. You know the, the business. You'd probably rescue landlords all the time who have self-managed and gotten themselves in trouble, Right. And so it's a totally different business model and risk, but you know we just want to be uh, partners with everyone and build a, as big a business and as great a business as possible. Makes sense. And I'm sure along the way, you encourage them to go to professional managers at some point. Absolutely. Every small landlord we talk to, if they're not professionally managed, we're always saying, hey, have you considered professional manage- management? Because again, it can deliver that peace of mind. To have someone, a large asset like a home and maybe you're an accidental landlord, you don't want that to be, oh, fly, you know, I'm kind of doing it on the weekend. You want it taken care of because it could be a, your biggest single investment. And so for someone who's concerned about that, we definitely recommend go with professional property management. There's no reason not to. It can deliver you a more consistent outcome and you have someone to call when there's an issue. You're not just kind of doing it by the seat of your pants and trying to figure it out because that's where you get burnt. Brian Hughes here with the BizDev Mastermind. Very excited to announce the official dates and location for the one-day BizDev Mastermind seminar. By attending the One Day Biz Dev Mastermind Seminar, you'll be learning actionable strategies that you can apply into your property management company. This isn't theory to think about. You won't be sitting in the crowd just listening. These are strategies you can implement today. This is a working seminar. We teach, you do. Who's teaching you at the seminar? Scott Brady, Brad Larson, Patrick Garrett, and myself, Brian Hughes, to name a few. Mark your calendars, January 20th and 21st at the Marriott Airport, Atlanta. Fly into Atlanta and you're there. The ticket price is only $555. And if you buy two, we'll knock that down to a flat 1,000 even. Get your ticket today. Space is limited. Go to bizdevmastermind.com slash one day seminar. That's bizdevmastermind.com slash one day seminar. We will see you there. 
So I want to switch gears a little bit. Tell me about any sort of licensing requirement or necessity for the property management, the third-party property management company. Do they have any sort of insurance licensing requirement to work with you? No, they're not selling insurance. Okay. They, they, they do have, if they want the property, man, the property management discount, they need to be licensed if required in their state to, to be a property manager to receive that discount as part of the rating factor. But other than that, no, there, there's no license requirements. Would it benefit them to be licensees? Um, it could. I mean, it depends what their objective is. You mentioned Robert Gilstrap. I know he's an insurance producer as well and an all around good guy. I happen to like him a lot, but uh, he, he does other things, right? You can, if, when you think about it, if you're at the nexus of the property of, of the landlord's uh, life when it comes to the rental property, you could potentially offer them additional insurance coverages, protections, etc. That said, what do you want to do? What do you want to be when you grow up? Do you want to be a property manager or do you want to be an insurance agent? I think while you can add on additional things, it sometimes you can take your eye off the ball. You know, if you want to do things that are directly related to your business, and depends on what your goals are. Is it to monetize what you have, or is it to grow larger? Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I think the focus factor needs to come into play there. Uh, getting licensings in three other things or two other things can be a little cumbersome. And it, to go get your, I mean, in real, honest, real world stuff, to go get your insurance license is not the hardest thing in the world. No. What will kill you and eat your lunch is the CE, the, the continuing education requirement just in Texas alone was 180 hours within the first two years. And it was a little cumbersome. So I looked into it. I'm like, yeah, it just wasn't really right for me. I think I'd rather punch myself in the head with a hammer a couple of times and then, uh, you know, go get my license for an insurance. But, right. But that, that said, if they do have their license, we, it, you know, does allow them to talk a lot more about the product and we yeah. can work with them in that. So that let's talk through this. So let's say I don't have a license, which I don't. How do I yeah. make money in this? So as I, as I said before, you can include it in a higher tier package of services. We'll give you language that essentially um, it, it removes you from being considered an insurance producer, consultant, or agent. Instead, you're in fact acting as a fiduciary or representative of the end landlord who okay, wishes so, who, who is instructing you to buy this policy on their behalf. So to put that in property manager's language, bury it in your higher plan. So if you have a multi-tier pricing model, okay, for example, RentWorks has silver, gold, platinum. So you're saying that we can make money on this puppy. By if we put it into, let's say, the platinum plan, you charge X for the platinum plan, percent, flat fee, whatever you all do. Uh, then if you offer that incentive to get into the platinum plan, that's where you feel that property managers are going to have the best place for implementation and the best place to potentially make an income. Is that is that kind of where I'm going? Yeah. And it's, it's again, it's not conditioned on the sales solicitation and negotiation of insurance. It's really that you happen to have in the higher tier package, one of the products could be in some sort of insurance product. Okay. And you're selling the package as a whole. And then you're also getting the right language and right disclosures and right consents and opt-ins, et cetera, from the underlying owner. All right. So let's so say, it's a, let's it's say kind of want, all of the above. Gotcha. Let's say we want to do a one-off. Let's say I got an owner that wants to do a silver plan, the base plan, or your everyday plan. Are they allowed to do one-offs? I mean, how does that work? So the only way a one-off could work is, I guess, a owner could buy it, but they would have to be referred to the website to purchase it directly. If you're acting, discussing the specifics of insurance coverage or helping procure insurance on behalf of an owner for compensation, you're subject to probably some sort of regulatory risk uh, as acting as unlicensed agent or consultant or okay. broker. Okay. So you would help in the compliance aspect of this with the, the property managers that start to work with you. Am I, am I following? 
Yeah, yeah. We say this is how, what you can do, what you can't do, and here's how to do it. And there's written guidelines and stuff, so that you know we have a conversation now, and six months from now, I, I, you know, need to reference that. I'm just because you got to remember that we need they need coaching. We need coaching, and the property management company owners out there, we got you know hands on twenty different things at once. Uh, you might say, yeah, don't do this, don't do this today, but then dang it, I'm going to forget that tomorrow, and I need some potential guidance in writing. And I'm I'm assuming, you know, coach me through this that you guys provide all this in pretty easy to read fashion and in writing. Yep, and, and yep, we provide an easy to read fashion. Full disclaimer: I'm not an attorney. I've spent way too much money on them, and everything we give you will be disclaimed. And we always recommend that people speak with their own attorneys um, as well. But we provide a framework to do it. Okay. Are you able to talk any sort of numbers in a, in a situation like this? Or are we talking so broad because it, or is it like, it depends pricing, you know, to where it depends. So on we, state. So, uh, yeah, it depends on the property address and the rent amount. We built the underwriting algorithm with over 50 million data points um, using big data, PhD and math from Columbia and a um, former senior actuary and underwriter at, at one of the largest reinsurance companies. So we did that, and then we built technology that allows it to be a seamless user experience, but still provide individualized pricing. As you know, San Antonio, you know, a, a, a house in one part of town might be a lot different risk than a house in another part of town. And so it didn't make sense to price it all the same because the effect of that flat rate pricing is you end up overpaying. The best risks overpay for insurance, and the worst risks underpay. And that means your book gets out of whack because you're buying, you're being adversely selected. Okay. So we built a more customizable program. Just for fun, because I'm pressing the matter. Yeah. Give me a ballpark range, lowest to highest. So let's use, here's a, a range for, so lowest, you know, just north of $200 for an annual policy. Highest, you know, we go up in high cost areas up to $10,000 a month rents. So you can be talking uh, close to $1,000 or more. Yeah, I mean that's that's getting into a ridiculous range over in some of the, the the coast part of the world. Okay, so that that helps. I mean that helps us a little bit. So you're looking at a couple, three, four hundred bucks on average for most yeah. I mean in Florida, for, in Florida, for instance, for fifteen hundred a month rent unit on average, it'd be roughly twenty dollars a month to cover three months of lost rent. Okay, so that's good. Yeah. That's good stuff. That's good yeah. numbers. I wasn't quite sure how you could you know do that because it's such a you know, it depends pricing model because you're talking right. 35 different states that you're in and, you know, there's all these different factors that go into it and there's all these algorithms and, you know, it might depend on the rent amount. It might depend on the zip code. I mean, it could be depending on whatever data Zillow stole from the, the world at this point, right? <laughs> Everybody loves Zillow at this point. Everyone's a fan. Did they, did they start charging you in Texas yet for your listings? You know, they haven't uh, here in San Antonio because we're, in, we're, uh, syndicated through the San Antonio Board of Realtors. I'm sure yep. they are are punching them in the eye right now with fees. But, you know, at the end of the day, people are going to find our rentals one way or the other. And because we go in the MLS, we, we kind of have a different animal. Then that syndicates out into 10,000 different websites. Um, you know, eventually either everyone's going to follow suit with Zillow or they're going to uh, stop using them. So it's to be determined. That's a whole other episode. Um, okay, so any other things that I'm forgetting? I mean, the backing part, I want you to maybe spend a little bit more time on that because the financial backing can be significant because one of the questions you'll always hear is, well, what happens if you guys go under? Or what happens? Right. Or who's underwriting this? Or how does this, you know, the insurance know, the, 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 the people in the know at the insurance world will want to know who's backing it, who's underwriting it. So talk us through that. Yep, so it's backed, it's underwritten by affiliates of a Fortune 100 company. Due to regulatory constraints, we're not supposed to name 
or advertise the name of the company. But if you go on our website, you can see who we offer the, our products in partnership with, and you'll quickly figure out who we're, who we're working with. So steadymarketplace.com. Um, that's correct. www.steadymarketplace.com. Okay. I mean, I, th- I think that's significant. Uh, I'm not going to be able to drop the name either, but people can go research it. And once you so, see it, gang, you'll, you'll know who yeah. it is. They'll know the jingle and yeah. they'll know that, you know, they're, yeah. they're, they can sleep well at night. It's not a podunk bank in, you know, small town, nowhere. It's, it's a big player and you'll hear it. And I, you know, that's not a bragging point for you from me. I'm just thinking, I know that. And it's fascinating how we can't disclose these things, you know, it's on these podcasts. And I'm always afraid of talking numbers because people are going to, the antitrust police are going to barge in my door and arrest me. So it's just, it's just funny how the world is today with, with this type of thing. All right. Yep. So, um, Give me a couple other good talking points. Give me another bullet why we'd want to engage with Steady. I think the, the reason you want to engage with Steady is a couplefold. A, you can make additional revenue. B, you can benefit your owners. And C, you can differentiate your business. This is a new product. You know, There's some newer entrants, et cetera, that are all offering these products. But the market's massive. And landlords don't know about these products. And who better to tell them about these products or introduce them to these concepts then their trusted advisor, the property manager. And so that's, that's a major reason. You know, when you've got a bad tenant outcome at RentWorks, maybe, maybe you've got you know, your owners like you so much that they don't care, but generally they're probably not so happy about it because you place the tenant and they might say, hey, I'm going to try the property manager down the street. Well, if they've got this coverage in place, it becomes something from, hey, you messed this up, property manager, to instead listen, these things happen. That's why we, we told you about this potential coverage. And now instead of potentially losing that door, you retain it. It becomes a normal course of action. You get the tenant out, you submit the claim, and then you continue managing that property. So I know you've talked with, with BizDev Mastermind and a lot of people out there saying, not just about growing your business, but it's maintaining your business, stopping, stopping the attrition. We think it's a good, valuable tool to help prevent attrition of doors uh, for property managers. Makes you sticky. I mean, you you make a solid point. It does make you very sticky if you have that program and nobody else around you does. I mean, I cannot take that away from you. That's a very good point. I hadn't thought of it like that. You know, I really hadn't. So very cool. All right. What else can you tell me? Because I mean, this is insurance, dude. It's boring. I want to go to sleep. Um, yeah. But you know, I think it's you. I think it's a neat new vendor that's come on the scene. I think that's going to be. It's it's going to get a foothold and a, and gradually start gaining more traction. That will coincide with the regulations. When we start seeing yeah. the craziness come in towards the, the middle of the world, I mean, gee, let's, we we could spend some time talking about what they did in Oregon. I mean, oh my God, you guys are probably having a field day there right now in Oregon. Uh, yeah, Oregon's interesting. Yeah, I bet. It's, I bet. It, I bet it's very interesting. Um, you know, when they start mandating relocation for uh, rent control issues, and it's just, it's just so baffling. And politicians nowadays are getting elected because they can go to the the tenant base and say, "I'm going to give you free stuff," and they like that, and they get these politicians elected, and they put in these hokey uh, programs without really knowing the the full implications of doing that. So, cool, John. What do they got to do to get in touch with you? How's the best way to reach you? They can email me, john, J-O-H-N, at steadymarketplace.com or go on steadymarketplace.com and there's a you know info email up there and a phone number. Also, we'll be at NARPM National. We're a brown sponsor. So stop by the booth and say hi. And as you know, Brad, I go to a lot of these conferences. And um, so I'm generally at, at many of the conferences. Speaking of which, we'll have to talk offline about 
your upcoming conference in Vegas. Oh no, let's bring it up right now in public forum. So are you going to be okay. a sponsor, vendor, advertiser at the Property Management Mastermind Conference in March of 2020? Yes, we'll be, yes. We'll be involved, definitely. Right, um, my man, good answer. Yeah, we won't miss it. Uh, it should be a really good event. I know you put a lot of thought into uh, planning it and designing it and brought in some other conference specialists to do it. Absolutely. So it should be, should be very good. And our advisors like are Bob and Dixie Walters from LPMA in Australia. Those are our advisors and they've been just yep. awesome with us. So tell me what song you want to hear at the awards banquet by the live band on Tuesday evening. Give me a song right now. Go. Oh, geez. I don't even know. You're putting me on the hot seat. That's the fun um, part, man. I, yeah. That's uh, the fun part. Jeez, uh, I don't know. I gotta ramble hear on, "Ramble On" by Led Zeppelin. It's totally Perfect. out of, totally out of context, but Perfect. I think that'd be cool. I think <laughs> I'm gonna have to hear "My Own Worst Enemy" by Lit. Okay, so all right, that's mine, and it fits because I am my own worst enemy. I say too damn much. That's my problem. Okay, yeah. Great stuff, John. I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, look Thank forward to having me. you sponsor the Mastermind Conference in March. And uh, I hope this is a good episode for folks to learn more about what Steady does. I think these these new vendors that come out to help property managers and to help landlords is always a good thing. And they need to be kind of shown in a good light. And I think you guys are doing the right stuff. I really am. I'm glad to see you guys in the marketplace. So look well, forward to guys. seeing thanks more of you. Any parting comments for the team out there? Just, uh, you know, do your diligence. Make sure you're working with the good vendors and make sure you're doing things the right way because uh, it's a lot easier to to do things the right way the first time and take shortcuts that backfire at a later date. Perfect. Yeah. And then reach out to you for kind of like uh, the, the the personalized implementation strategy, I would call it, because you're- Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll walk them through everything, show yeah. exactly how to do it, make it really easy. That's what, that's always a concern is the implementation side, because, uh, you know, you hear it, you like it. It's like, well, what next? How do I get this into my business to where people are actually using it? And how do I put it in here? And how do I, you know, how do I set up on a portal? Or is there, you know, the, the process of doing all this? That's yep. what you guys are walking through then. Yep, absolutely. Thanks a lot, Brad. Perfect. Thanks, John, for coming on. Talk soon. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. Bye. Property Meld is made for maintenance work automation. Property Meld will work to schedule, remind, verify completion, and follow up with your residents automatically while providing the best-in-class communication system for your ease of use, your vendors, and your tenants. Begin reducing maintenance coordination time and increasing tenant satisfaction today. Learn more at propertymeld.com. This has been a podcast episode by propertymanagementproductions.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast, leave us feedback, and come back for our next episode.